savage yearning within them, legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Nice broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot day? Mr. Clement, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Everybody, it's Cave Crew Radio. My name is DK, and don't you ever take four weeks off. Seems like you got to start right back at the beginning. Your microphone's in the wrong position. Your computer's not working right. Cameras aren't working. But we're here. We made it. Um, yeah, you're listening to Cave Crew Radio Season 4, the premiere show, and um, we are very glad to be here. Uh, I do see on my wing here our good old friend from Queens, New York. Let's call over to uh, Sir Big B. Yes, I am here live uh, in Queens, New York, in steamy, hot Queens, New York. I am am here uh, welcoming everybody to season four of episode uno. Yeah, I, 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 you guys were talking before we went on. Uh, we went on air, and uh, not only is our kids all back to school, but you've got an announcement. Uh, yes, I am back to school as well. And what I, are you? Uh, unless it's a secret. I, uh... No, it's not. It's it's absolutely not a secret. I am back to school. I started uh, college classes at the University of Massachusetts. Uh, it's all online. I'm going for a degree in information technology. That's so, excellent. And but you're at the same company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still at the same company. They have they have a tuition reimbursement program, so that's what kind of inspired me to go uh go to college. I never went to college. We're like right out of high school I was playing music and you know, going around the country and whatnot. So uh uh yeah, I never went to school. Uh when I spent like, you know, 14 years in in accounting, I had no desire to pursue accounting as a career or go to school for it. Um, but when I went into the, the, the tech department, uh, I always had an ish, uh, interest 
uh, in technology and computers and, and whatnot, and the, the things I'm getting into as far as databases and, and servers and whatnot uh, really got me interested. And since my, uh, my job has a tuition reimbursement program, I said, why the fuck not? Let's try it. Now, maybe you'll take that and, and you'll eventually turn into one of those like uh, techno DJs. You'll, you'll take all your music skill uh, mm-hmm. and then you'll apply it with, with this, what did you call it? Legal technician? Information technology? Information technology. I, uh, I could write the next Napster. I'm telling you, this could be huge. And, and then you could have both loves. You could graduate from college. Yes. And you could, uh, um, you know, put the music in it. That's right. I, I also have some news. Um, I am going to be starting work uh, again on Monday. I've been semi-retired, folks, living off some money I have and whatnot. And um, I am going to be starting to work on Monday. What Still be able what? to do the show and everything, but I'm going to be an insurance adjuster. An insurance adjuster. Yes. Now, what, what does an insurance adjuster do? Ask me next week. Because <laughs> I'm not really sure yet. They're going to put us through like uh, three or four weeks of school as well. And there's test gotcha. rate and okay and whatnot. And, uh, and, and what the fuck does the number one mean? I don't know. Okay. I'm seeing something. Well, I guess I guess with that, I, I, I should see if London is calling. Okay, can I can I play his thing here? Hang on, of course sure. nothing's working. But uh, all right, here, here we go. Uh, London calling. Let's see. Is London calling? Let's see here. Uh, Stu, are you are you on camera? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All, all we see is a number. There, there he is. Microphone in the way a little bit. I don't know. This is London calling. Hello, London. Hello, London. What, am I call? Am I calling clearly? You're. Call, I hear you fine. I'm, now, where are you? What is this? A new room in the house? I am in Studio X tonight. Studio X. Yeah. What does Studio X mean? Um. Well, it means I'm on my holidays. Uh-huh. And I am in, I've, I decided to buy myself a ticket. I thought the kids have gone back to school and I don't choose my holidays. So I, uh, I got lumbered with holidays that started when the kids went back, uh, which is good in some ways. So I thought I'll either sit around the house uh, decorating and doing some DIY or I'll go on the internet and find myself a ticket and fly off to some sunnier destination. And that's what I did. So I am in my sunnier destination. And I bought myself a hat while I was here. We can't see it. What's that say? It says a Canadian drinking hat. And it comes with its own bottle opener on that side. (laughs) If you can see that. So, Big B, here's the cat out of the bag. Stu is I'm in, in the home of Cave Crew, well, one of the homes of Cave Crew Radio. He, he, is, he is in my studio. Is he really? He is in my studio. Now, no shit. Hang on. Let's see how we can pull this out here, folks. Hang on. Oh, hold up. I can't get in the camera over here, can I? 
Look at this. <laughs> no shit. So I I booked a ticket to... Uh, well, I nearly never got here, actually. I booked a ticket to Detroit via um, Newark, New York, yeah? Uh-huh. Newark is New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. yeah. So I get to New Jersey. I've got an hour and a half to change planes. And uh, you get off and you think, <clears throat> right, go and join the line for immigration. And it went on and on and on and on. It was like miles of queues just snaking across this huge room. Uh, in the end, I called someone and I said, look, I've got a connecting flight in like 30 minutes. Plus, I've got to go and get my bag and check it in. So he moved me to the front of the queue. I get to the front of the queue and the copper or the policeman that's on the border control, he decides to go and have a tea break <laughs> or something. He just wanders off and he wanders off, comes back, then wanders off again. And I finally get through, go and get my bag, run to check in and I've just missed my plane. Oh, man. <laughs> After travelling eight hours on a plane and two hours in, you know, border control. So they checked me into another plane that was like four hours later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then flew on to Detroit where I, I got met. <laughs> where my ride, my ride picked me up. Here, here's how it, here's how it went down, Bigby. He, he, uh-huh. he doesn't tell a very good story. He, <laughs> I've been saying to you know, you got you should come and I meant bring the family. You know, you should come visit. You should come see Canada. You should come see North America. Right. He pings me one day. He says, you know, I've got a few days holiday. Now, me personally, folks, I would not fly a whatever the hell it is, a fucking fourteen hour flight. For like two days, three days. Mm-hmm. He's, he was here like Tuesday by the time he got here. Right. And he's leaving tomorrow morning. But he said, I got nowhere else to go. I, I got a good flight. I'm coming to Canada. I thought he was joking. I, I really will tell you, folks. I didn't think it was real because that's a long flight. Right. It's not like, you know, you fly in or me fly in or... And personally, if I went to England, I think I'd want to be there at least two, three weeks to see all the the sights. But he said, no, no, I want to come. And I said, all right, we'll, we'll do the show and the whole bit. And uh, here he is, folks, Choo Choo Stew in Canada. Nice. And uh, Is he staying with you at your house? He's, he's with me at my house in, in the cave. Um, he's literally been sleeping in the cave. Right, that's what that's what I'm saying. He's so he's staying at your house. At my house, nice. but he has come from London, England, for like three days. Yeah, well, I, I arrived on, I left home on Monday. I arrived early hours Tuesday morning, and leaving tomorrow. And I arrive back in London at nine a.m. Saturday morning. So, so wait, now that begs the question, when are you people coming to New York? Well, uh, uh, let me put it this way. We drive up there. It did cross our minds. <laughs> we were thinking about it. If he would have had a week, we probably could have pulled this together. But And I have plenty of room in here, plenty well, of microphones. Well, when I missed my plane, I thought, shit, who do I know in New York? 
Well, absolutely, you could have you, you emailed me uh, and uh, messaged me. But I went to the desk and they said, "Don't worry, you're on another plane." So you know, we got you on another flight. So that was right. a bit of a relief. And I was thinking, "Oh shit, I'm stranded in in New York with fifty dollars cash." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So yeah, so I uh, trust me, probably make it to New York before I ever make it to fucking England because. <laughs> Number one, I hate flying. I can handle a flight to New York, and I can actually drive there. You could drive here, yes. yes. I could actually drive there, so I, I could be on ground the entire time. Um, I don't know how he did I, I couldn't fly that long. I, I'd be going bonkers, but he apparently is a good flyer. Um, but, yeah, that'll be, that'll be the next uh, rendezvous. But definitely New York for just, me next year. I just definitely want to try and get there next year. Just well, and you got to spend more than like three days. You have yeah, to. You have I, to spend I, some time here. I want to do a Metal Thunder radio. Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You, you do. You do the the Metal Thunder radio show on Tuesdays, and then uh, you do the Cave Crew on Thursdays, of course. Yeah. And you have to. You have to spend some time and look. You know, wander around the sites and everything. Of how are you? In, how are you enjoying Canada? It's wonderful. It's really nice. It's uh. It's very clean. It's very sunny here. Uh, it's lovely temperature. My wife has put heating on back at home, so uh, so it, it's really nice and sunny. It's lovely and clean. It's big. It's fast. We've been to casino. We've been for Putang. Is it called Putang? Putang. Uh, I've made sure, yeah. uh, Big B, that he has had gravy on everything. <laughs> Let, let's face it. Where I live, without going back into Detroit, I mean, we've been over this a thousand times, but... There's really not a lot to do here, <laughs> especially when he's not but, here for especially when he's not here for a weekend. Right. No, but to be honest, I just came to see DK, see what's around here. I'm not too worried about seeing the sights of uh, of Ontario. We've we've drove around. It's been good. Yeah, I did. I did get him on a boat once. Uh, my buddy has a boat uh, that I coach hockey with, so we got him out on the boat the first day. Beautiful day, and um, uh, the best was when uh, we were fishing. We never caught a thing, so we went for a perch lunch, and my buddy slammed his boat into the fucking metal dock, and we thought we were going to sink. But the best part was when Stu had to go pee. Well, it's it's a speedboat. It was literally a speedboat, and I I tell you, it was a fantastic trip. You've got Ontario on one side, and you've got Detroit the other, and we're Mm -hmm. going along the river there and you've got the american border control going along on their boat making sure we don't drift over too far but it was fantastic until i realized i needed to pee <laughs> tell them that story it Wait, so bad. what did you do well, obviously obviously you're on a speedboat so there's no bathrooms there's no bathroom but there was a there was a large bucket and I didn't know whether he would get upset if I peed in his bucket or not. And it, he seemed like the type of guy. He might have been a little bit upset if I'd pissed in his bucket. So it, I said, oh, I need to pee. And he said, well, what you need to do is stand on the end of the boat. And it's not the front end, the back end. And you think, yeah, right, I'll stand on there. And you put it into full throttle. And it's goodbye. Right, flying off. Yeah. But uh, no, so I had to sort of practice. <laughs> you stand on the end of the boat and... And try and balance, yeah? So it's like a balancing game. Uh-huh. The, 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 the boat's not moving. He's like, uh, you ever watch American Ninja? 
where, where they're battling with the, uh, maybe I got the wrong show, but where they're battling with the uh, jousts and they're trying not to fall off the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Stu is trying to, under, I, I probably should have videotaped it, but I, I was laughing too hard. Um, Stu, Stu is, is standing at the back of the boat trying to keep his balance, trying to undo his pants, and, <laughs> and trying to pee. And the boat's not moving, like, motor-wise, but there's waves, right? Right. So Stu is kind of dancing in the moonlight. Well, it was daytime, but you know what I mean, right? And I thought for sure he was going to, he was either going to pee down his leg or, or fall in, but he. Wait, so so ultimately, though, you're peeing in the river? Yes. There's there's no bathroom on this boat. <laughs> peeing on the river, down your leg, <laughs> a little bit on the boat, the nice lever upholstery or whatever it is. Now, you, you also need to report. Uh, to Big B, um, because we all know England as, as some of the best beer uh, in the world. Um, how are you rating our beer? Because I, I, I drink blue, which you are now right now. Yeah. Can, but well, you've tried well, some other brands. It's 5%, right? And you feel like you could drink it all day long. Yeah. And, and you would never really get drunk. But I'm sure five percent in England is stronger. <laughs> uh, Stu, you you did pass out at four o'clock today when I was setting up all the ship for the show, though. I did. I did pass out temporarily. Well, from drinking. Having a little. Well, no, I was having a nap. He, he was probably tight. But uh, listen, he's on vacation. I'm starting work, and I'm going to have to. You know, I'm going to be tired and stuff. I'll still have a beer or two at night, but obviously my full out party. It's coming to an end for a while, so I'm taking full advantage of this. We've been we, we don't start in the morning, but around noon, right? We'll go for a bite to eat, have a few beers, and mm -hmm. um, oh, and hey, listen. So today at the casino, before we move into other things here, uh, Stu and I did gamble, and and we won. Okay, I'm going to hold this up to the camera, and I want to show you. I don't know if you can see that how much we won. Forty cents. We won. <laughs> Neither Stu or I are gamblers. Um, I do enjoy a good game of, of uh, poker or, um, you know, blackjack. But we, I said, Stu, I'm not a gambler. You're not a gambler. I just wanted to show him what it looked like. Probably looks like Las Vegas. But he found a penny machine. Uh -huh. And the minimum bet was 50 cents. So, so we put in 10 bucks. Okay. And we won 20 cents twice. So we didn't have the extra 10 cents to make the last bet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and neither one of us wanted to gamble anymore. Um, so we cashed out and we got 40 cents. So ultimately you lost $9.60. Yes. Yes. You could look at it that way. But I think it's a better I think it's a better fucking punchline if you say you won 40 cents. 40 cents. And you yes. actually and I like Stu's like you got to collect and I'm like Stu, I'm not fucking collecting this. It's 40 cents. It's not even going to pay for a parking meter. No, that that's something you have to frame. Yes. You, uh, actually, you know what? You should give it to Stu. I'm going to. Let yes. Stu bring it home, frame it in his house for his trip to Canada. Because it does say Windsor, Caesar's Windsor on it. So, um, right. but yeah, him and I, we weren't fighting, but normal Stu DK. Um, <laughs> actually, I think I was pretty nice to him until show day because uh, he, he was everyone, 
the whole neighborhood, the kids in the neighborhood, the uh, the neighbors, uh, people that don't talk to me ever uh, are, are lining up on, on my porch and knocking on my... Is the guy from England here? <laughs> and then, of course, they're saying to him things like, uh, say this, or, or, or my, son would, my son would say to him... Uh, I, like the stupid, like, do you, what did Melissa, my wife, ask you last night? It was the dumbest question. Do you have forks over there or something? I, remember, I don't remember what she asked you. And I'm like, are you fucking, he's not, it's not a caveman. <laughs> it's not a third world country. But yeah, like my own neighborhood and, 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 um, and the waitress, even the, I impressed the local waitress. With my denim jacket, what did she call it? Oh, she called it a Canadian tuxedo. He had on a uh, uh, he had on a uh, Levi I call him Levi, but a denim jacket with um, uh, and blue jeans. Blue jeans. I, and, yeah, I, I double denimed, which yeah. is wrong. Which is yeah. wrong. I know. Yes, that is absolutely a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, I thought it looked really smart myself. Um, of course you did, because you're Canadian. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But he kept saying how spacious it was, and to me, where I am is not really that spacious. But I guess you know, you you two are both in very congested cities, and we didn't have enough time to get to Toronto, or he would have saw a big city, right? But um, I, he has tried a lot of new foods. He's eating some kind of cheese pretzels that they don't have over there. He's never heard of a Twinkie. Wow. Um, course the gravy on the fries is an old one he actually had bag milk in his uh, coffee <laughs> and i think uh, i was looking at the bag milk in the supermarket yeah, he, bag milk. taking stew to walmart was like being in a museum <laughs> uh, he wanted to buy a, a t-shirt and some keychains or whatever and in uh-huh. the, the mall you know how pricey things are when you go to the tourist areas so no, I said, Walmart will have it. Everything says Canada. Yeah. And sure. I lost him three fucking times. <laughs> like he's walking in the food section. <laughs> and it was like we were at the Smithsonian or something. Um, yeah, so we're really not having it that eventful, eventful, sorry, um, you know, like major, major outings. Uh, he is as entertaining, Big B, in, in real life. I can just imagine him in New York City. Uh, yeah, I mean the 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 next the next stop, obviously not now, but you know the next uh, next vacation, you got to come down to New York City. Now, then you'll then you'll eat real pizza, you'll have some real uh, uh, New York bagels. Yeah, you know, and and you know, I'll take you to the to the not so expensive New York souvenir shops. Yeah, <laughs> they're all owned by. Uh, Hello, my name is Tom. <laughs> well, I, I could take him down to Chinatown where everything is fake. Well, tell them, tell them about the keychain. Tell them about the keychain, Stu. Uh, it's your story. Go ahead. What about the keychain? Remember when you turned it over? You see, you had the Canada keychain. Oh, yeah. No, so I've, we found some keychains, key rings. So now they look good. There's a whole selection with Canada on, just to take home a little trinket, you know, mm-hmm. for the kids or something. And then you read on the back, made in China. Of course. <laughs> Everything is made in China. No wonder we're going broke as nations right now. Are you kidding me? Everything here in New York is either made in Taiwan or made in China. One of the two. So, Oh, man. We're a little bit behind, so we don't have to break yet. But, uh, 
Yeah, so that, that, that like I said, the, 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 we've only had, it's time to drive them to the damn airport again tomorrow. Now, the one nice thing I will tell you, Big B, um, before we go on to some other stuff, is because his flight was canceled, I may, obviously made sure I had his number and everything in case something happened, which, of course, it did. And um, I was there and back in 30 minutes because there was not a car on the freeways in, in Michigan. Now, leaving tomorrow uh, daytime, it's probably going to take us three times as long right. uh, to get to the airport. Like when he got off the plane, um, my son came with me just to keep me company, and it was an adventure for him too. Even though it was late, I let him stay home from school. And he made a sign that said, you know, choo-choo stew. But there was only like 50 people that got off the the thing. It wasn't the normal 40,000 people. Right. And I, I recognized him right away. So I said, hey, Stu. So it wasn't even hard to find him. And then I said, oh, now we got to try and find your baggage. Everywhere I've gone, people, usually your baggage is black, right? 90% of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stu has this uh, zebra uh, baby blue and dark blue suitcase <laughs> that you would not find on another. I mean, leave it to, he, he looks like a completely normal person when he's getting off the plane, dresses normal. But, I mean, leave it to Stu. To have a fucking blue, two it's like an army camouflage yes. case, but it's bright blue. And I thought, well, I won't lose that, will I? You oh know? shit, no. And if I lose it, I did actually take a photo of it before I left home. And I thought, if it gets lost, I'll show them the photo. <laughs> Stu thinks of everything. <laughs> it's funny. Now, yeah. now, when you when you fly out tomorrow, do you have another? Connecting flight in Newark, or are you flying no, straight? I'm flying straight to Frankfurt. <laughs> to Frankfurt? Yeah. What are you flying to Germany for? Well, because I'm flying United and uh-huh. uh, whatever the German airline is, is a partner. So I'm flying to Frankfurt and then on to London three and a half hours later. Wow. What, what, what I've surmised of this good deal... He's probably spending two days he could have been here right. in route because he's got like a five-hour layover in Germany. Mm-hmm. And then he's telling me he's got a, whatever it is, what, two-hour flight to London? Yeah, yeah. And then because it's his wife's day off, he's taking the train to London, so he's got another two-hour train ride <laughs> from the airport. <laughs> it's so part of the fun. You're not going to be so- home till Sunday. <laughs> So See, now, if you would have spent the extra money, you could have spent extra time in Canada. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have saved that much time. I wouldn't have saved it. No, but you know, don't, I, don't you think this is weird? When he got off the plane the first time, they I made wouldn't him... have met all those lovely, polite police guys in Canada. In a, sorry, in New York, New Jersey. And, and guess what day it was? It was 9-11, right? So they were probably ultra... What a load of... They are so fucking arrogant. Do you ever find that or not? Or is it just at the airport? The the well, the TSA is different from uh, from the regular police. Do you know you have like a line and you have to stand behind the line? They call the next person. Yeah. So he was talking to the next person. I I had wandered across the line, and the guy gave me such a look that could have just killed me. Like you know, he looked yeah, at me. He went. Yeah. He went. Move back. 
Yeah, the, t- the TSA, the, the, everybody complains about the TSA. They're, yeah. they're completely different from the regular police, like if you're in the city, mm. cops and everything. You know, they're, they're completely different. The TSA is a bunch of fucking, they really are assholes. Yeah, and then, and then when he finally served me, I started rustling. He was looking at my passport. And then I was rustling my plastic bag that I had all my paperwork in. And, he, and then he stopped and looked up like as if to say, can you stop making that noise, please? <laughs> Without the please. It was like, well, you just felt like saying something, but you thought, no, just bite your lip because right. you want to get into this country. Right. Did you not say that that's the reason you missed your plane is because the, you went to a shorter line and then the guy just fucked off? Yeah, well, partly. I'm sure if he would have stayed there, I would have probably, I would have probably caught my train. I don't know. So the last, so it was, it wasn't even that long ago. So, so it was last Thursday, folks, that we were on. We don't have cookies. Uh, Jason Marshall frequents the show quite a bit. First time all three of us were on a show together, and uh, yeah, here we are. He's, he's uh, but definitely New York. I, I, I don't see myself if I, if, if I say I flew to New York and then we flew to England or something. I need some strong opioids uh, to knock me out on that flight flying over the ocean. <laughs> Well, that's a long flight. And I just hope when I go to to your cave that I'm not as disappointed as I am when I see Ken's cave. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought I had this big fancy studio. But it's a mic, a couple of computers. Well, two mics now, but you know what I mean? It's a mic. Well, I'm not, you know, Big B is a, he's the guy with all the experience, the guru. Well, yeah, I, I built this, you know, from my old studio to, to what it is now. When I built it over I don't know, however many months ago, I built it specifically to do shows. So I got six microphones hooked up. I got a snake. I got a bar. I got a TV, four computers. Well, we do have giant a TV. Mixing board. I got instruments everywhere. So, yeah, I, this was built for a, to be a studio. Yeah. Whereas I, I have to sometimes share this room with other people so yeah, i have i have a desk and i mean look it works out we usually do really good it's uh but what happened is just just to give you the last thing folks why we were late um i'm like oh how the fuck i'm gonna do this so i'm like q and Stu, because he's he's got the he's got the you know i usually do the two cameras right well he's got the one with all the pictures on it and uh i can i hope access the news stories if we need them but um I borrowed my wife's computer. Fucking Windows 8, man. The camera wasn't working. He couldn't hear me out of his headphones. It's like 20 to 8. I had everything. So I'm like, fuck this. So he's got my other computer over there. And that's why I'm running on probably what looks like a different camera angle tonight myself. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not a Mac fan. Because my other Windows computers are from, I don't know what my wife has on there. Because we tried to test with YouTube, and all we got was this circle. Right. And the Wi-Fi was fine, because everything else was working. So. Well, uh, the, only, the only bad thing, like, I hate Windows. and uh, The only bad thing about Mac for doing this is you can't get SAM for Mac. They don't make that, it. Or on Windows 10, I can't get my SAM. To, that's why I keep using the Windows uh, uh, 7 computer for SAM, for the radio right. portion. Right. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. And we might have a slight echo because we tried to turn our mics and shit, but 
Um, we'll try and edit that out. So listen, let's um, let's pause very briefly. Uh, that means, Stu, I'm going to cue you to camera two. See, your camera two. See, you're going to learn. You're going to be able to produce a show soon. So now you're at camera two. We'll take a real short break here, folks. Not a long one because we started late tonight, and uh, just let us get it, get our beers open and stuff. And uh, we got some fun stuff coming up. I um, have a new segment I've come up with. I'm going to run by you guys see if we can elaborate on this. Um, and, and, you know, whatever else comes up. We might have some weird news if we ever get to it. And uh, let's, uh, let's get our... There we go. We'll be right back, folks. Well, hello, ladies and the gentlemen and cave dwellers in general. This is Choo Choo Stew, and I'm deep in the hallows of London, England. I want you lot to stop taking a piss and join the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group, please. And while you're at it, look us up on the Twitter as well. It's not rocket science, it's actually quite easy. Just search Cave Crew Radio. Also, have you got a bit of spare change in your wallet or your bank? Because we could do with five bucks. It's easy on PayPal. Just go on to cavecrewradio.com and chuck some money in the tip jar. It helps keeping the dream alive, sockcuckers. So don't be silly and take the mic. Cavecrewradio.com. Fuckers. Just like I told you, really, really short break tonight, folks. I am DK, here with Choo Choo Stu and Sir Big B, every Thursday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern, and this is the first episode of Season 4, and uh, hopefully we uh, improve, but we're like a fine wine. The more we do the same thing, the uh, uh, the better we get. Uh, a side note to now that uh, I, I am in a studio with Stu. Uh, we picked up a box of beer, a case of beer, before we went on air. Mm-hmm. And as we came downstairs, I should have just bring the whole fucking box down here. I said, grab four or five. So we both had four or five. I've drank two. I have one left. He is drinking beers down at a rate... <laughs> like Animal House. <laughs> well, I've drunk, I've drunk, you said four or five. I've drunk the five, and now I'm drinking one of yours. Yeah, so you're on six now. Okay. Uh, but but, but, but he, uh, sooner or later, he's going to knock his table down, and uh, I think we'll just be to the normal uh, the normal cave crew experience. You better watch out. If he drinks too much, he's going to wind up trying to break into your neighbor's house thinking he's back home. <laughs> My neighbor has a big dog. But... Uh, um, do you mind dogs? Are you afraid of dogs? I've met the neighbor's dog, and the dog likes me. We're fine. Okay. And uh, I'm actually bringing home with me DK's two dogs. No, only one. I said you could have the Chihuahua, and then I well, can get. And yeah, then the I, Chihuahua, then... I've never liked Chihuahua dogs until I met DK's dog. Absolutely fantastic. He's coming home with me. He's a bastard dog. He's, He's a little angel. He's a lovely little boy. You just got to be careful that when you stroke him and give him a tickle, that he's got his dick constantly out. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, 
I don't know if he's been circumcised. I yes, he's had his nuts cut off, but he's still he still tries to run around fuck squirrels and he's shit. He's got his helmet out constantly. <laughs> that, that little fucking red lipstick looking fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And like sometimes you give him a little, give him a little thing, like give him a little stroke, and you think, oh god, I'm masturbating the dog. <laughs> So, 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 Stu spent the majority of his vacation stroking my dog. Seems oh. to like it anyway. So, he'd fit in your suitcase, and, and then I could get a pug, pug named Pugsley. And the legend of the most interesting man in the world just continues to grow. And, and listen, in the most boring city in the world, uh, there is still adventures. I have a new passion uh, now for the house in the city I live in. <laughs> he has given me a, he's, he's rejuvenated me uh, uh, to love Windsor and Canada again. Nice. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, the dogs love them. They do. They really do. And they, well, they love everybody. But they're usually a little standoffish at first when they meet someone new. And uh, must... I mean, he, did, he did bite me like, after about three minutes of me walking in the door. But that aside, it now likes me. I wouldn't say it was a real bite, though. Well, it's a little, more of a little... Like a mosquito biter. A little, a little yeah. like, five-pound dog. It was growling, showing his teeth, and they went into my skin. <laughs> but he's the male dog, right? So the male dog is is the always the protector, the alpha, whatever. Yeah. So what else have you been up to, uh, Big B? Because I, I know Stu does have a, another couple stories from before he even got here. But... Uh, Anything exciting over those four weeks? Because we've we've been off, folks. I don't know if you missed us or not, but yeah, I mean the 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 biggest thing is is me going back to school. Uh, other than that, I was just getting the kids ready to go back to school, or, or my older son. So you didn't take a weekend I'm still away not school or... age yet, but uh, yeah, just you know, taking advantage of that time and you know just doing extra things, getting getting things ready. Nothing nothing too uh, too noteworthy or anything much happened. Uh, no, well, no. I did sprain my groin the first week we were off. Oh, that's what I want. I, I had it written yes. down, and then I lost it because it's been so long. That's he. Te- <laughs> Tell yes. us that story because I was. I have never met anyone. I've heard of a pulled groin, a groin muscle, but yeah. I also am interested in how it happened. It, I mean, it really is the dumbest thing in the world. I was sitting on my couch, and I have a reclining couch, right? So I'm sitting there, all reclined, watching TV. Uh, whatever time it is, all right, it's time to, I'm going to go upstairs and go to bed. You know, de-recline the couch, and I swing my leg off, and I, pain shoots through, like, my nutsack (laughs) up into my bladder and into my gut. What the fuck is this? Nobody can give a graphic decision like Now, normally when I get up, my body's all fucked up, so, yeah, I have aches and pains and whatnot. This is just another pain. It just hurts a little more. I go upstairs to, to, to go to bed. And as I'm walking up the stairs, I'm like, man, this fucking hurts. I, my bed, now my bed is, is a little bit higher than like any a normal bed. So you don't just fall into the bed. You have to like kind of climb up it like a little bit, like take a step up. You got like a so ladder. As I, take, as I take that step up, holy shit, did it fucking, again, more pain shot through my nutsack into my bladder <laughs> into my gut. I'm in a tremendous amount of pain. This is on a, uh, was it, I guess it's a, uh, what day is it? Friday, Saturday night, whatever. Yeah, Saturday, I think it was Saturday night. 
So all day Sunday, I can barely walk. I'm, I'm in pain. I said, all right, you know, if it, in a few days, if it doesn't go away, I'm going to go see the doctor. Well, fuck that. The next day, Monday, I was like, I, I got to stay home from work. And I got to go to the doctor. This is fucking, this fucking hurt. Anytime I walked, I felt like somebody was putting their fist on my bladder. <laughs> but just leaning on it. You know what I'm saying? You're just as you, you, you grind your fist into something, that's what it felt like was on my bladder. Just by your story, just by the way you tell a story, you can tell that you were meant for radio. Oh, thank you. No, nobody can. Uh... <laughs> fuck that Are you idea. saying I'm the complete opposite of Stu telling a story? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Stu does a. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I almost can feel your pain. Yeah, so I go, I go to the doctor, and like you know, anything you do, like if you, I mean, it's you know where your leg, your upper leg. Meet your torso, yeah. kind of where you where it bends. Right in there is, is your groin. Yes. So anything you do, if you sit, you walk, you fucking you know, you move the slightest inch to the left or to the right, you're using your groin muscle, and everything fucking hurts. But here's the so, question: I've I, I've had a similar injury, uh, you know, playing hockey or whatever. But I've always thought it was a green a groin pull. Did the doctor specifically call it a groin sprain? Yes. I, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. He said, uh, he specifically said, you know, I told him all my symptoms and he kind of, you know, checked me out a little bit. He said, yeah, yeah, I sprained my groin. But aha, okay. Good times. Uh, he gave me painkillers and uh, a muscle relaxer. Um, the muscle relaxer is really fun. I will. St- uh, I have to take it before I go to bed. Otherwise, within 30 minutes, I'll be, you know, on the floor passed out. Um, but in that little bit of time before I pass out and after I take it, boy, is it a lot of fun. You're, you're in heaven. Oh, yeah. The only thing, the only thing better than that was, uh, aside from, from Xanax, was uh, uh, whatever painkiller, when I had surgery on my hand, whatever they gave me was like uh, oxycodone is what they gave me. Oh, and, fuck. And, yeah, those that are bad. Fuck me up, and again, that was real fun. It's popping oxycodone, and you're in for a light. You can sit can on you your couch on and for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, take one on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. Um, I'm playing your role again. I have a question. Um, is this the same doctor that gave you medication and told you to drink uh, uh, scotch before bed? Yes. So are you? you know, helping the medicine along a little bit? Uh, well, I mean, I am no, drinking. I, I'm always <laughs> in the shots again. And what is the count? Did you check before on air? Uh, of the, oh, of the whiskey we, bottle count? Yeah, we, we have a running thing just for folks that might be joining us that aren't normally here. Uh, Big B is, is saving every whiskey bottle from, it's mainly for the Metal Thunder radio show, but we're, we're enhancing yes. it here. And, and I have to add that we was checking out uh, the Woodford Woodford Reserve. Is that it? Woodford Reserve Double Oat? That's we what were checking that out in Canada today in the specialised shop that sells these dangerous spirits because they can't sell them in any shop. You've got to go to a specialist liquor store. Mm-hmm. So no, we did find uh, your Woodford Reserve there. So, yeah, look. It's quite good. Um, <laughs> yes, we are. We are. Uh, 11 bottles completed. We're almost on 12. We have just, uh, you know, maybe next show we will have completed 12. 
plus a bottle of Angel's Envy. And now, now, so we are over an average. If you're a stats person, we're over a one average. One a month, yeah. Yeah, but you're a little bit higher because we're not November yet, right? So that would be eleven. Right. right. So you're actually you got a, you got a month and a half to go, and 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 you're and you're going to be at twelve. So I'd say you're on pace for probably and 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 December's a festive season. Um, I'm going to say you're going to end up. I'm going to make a prediction. If everybody wants to predict uh, their own, I'm going to say twenty by by the end of December. Because we're in a well, festive season. Well, now. like you said, it's it's mostly on, on Metal Thunder radios when we drink heavily. Uh, there's me and two other guys. And it depends on if we have guests in studio or not. Like, that's why we've, you know, the bottles have increased because, you know, if we have guests, everybody's drinking. So, uh, you know, we go, we can fly through those bottles in, in one sitting and, and have to get a new one. So um, it depends on what, what, uh, what our guest situation will be like uh, for the next year, for the uh, rest of the year. Does Laura I come into your studio, by the way? Say that again. Laura I is it Laura I? Oh yeah, she's been she's been here twice. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wondered. Yeah, yeah. She's she lives in Jersey. She's been here twice. Mm. Now, over this, I forgot about the groin story. I knew I was missing something. <laughs> Balls. I was the groin now. Anyway, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Uh, well, it's still a little sore. Like, I still can feel it a little bit if I move a certain way. It takes a while to heal. As DK will know, you know it's having a very nagging, very a similar injury, injury yeah. it takes a long time to heal. Especially if you try to do any of the nasty, then you could cause lifelong damage. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a part where the motion comes in. But right. uh, <laughs> now, Stu, this is not even when you were here. Previous to that... You were telling me uh, about the dude with, with the pullover with, with the hookers and the, tell us that story. And try to be a little bit more colorful with your story. You can, you can slow okay. down. Well, uh, you can I'm not slow really down sure how we got into this time. story in the first place. Not, not too sure how we got into this story uh, at all, because I think we've done this via text or something with DK. But when I worked in the kitchens as a chef, I used to have a, a Bangladeshi kitchen porter, and I was probably in my late 20s, early 30s. This guy was about 50. He was a balding Bangladeshi pot washer. But he used to come to work in a Wait suit. a minute. Like Can you repeat that? Because I'm writing that down. I got Bangladeshi pot washer, but what was it before was a, that? It was a balding Bangladeshi pot washer. Got it. So okay. the guy was there. You know, and someone's got to do the job. So, and and he done a uh, done a great job. It was a difficult job to do. So he was a balding Bangladeshi dishwasher, and the guy came to work like he was going to work in the city, in a financial market or something like that. He came suited and booted every day, shiny shoes. The guy, you know, full respect to him. And then, as time got on, and I sort of got to know him, he was, he was sort of quite a sort of sexual deviant I suppose you could call it but he used to go to and he was the first person that got me into a casino I'd never been into a casino before he used to go to a casino and take like he said he wouldn't go into a casino unless he's got three thousand pounds in his pocket now considering the guy was probably making a fraction of that 
per month, like, you know, literally like a tiny fraction of a month. It's quite a lot of money. So the guy used to take me around to the casino and tell me how to get free food and, you know, you stay with me and we can eat like a king and stuff like this. But the guy would go and sometimes win sixty-five, seventy thousand pounds in one night. And but we won, all... and we won forty fucking cents. And we won forty cents. <laughs> this guy, this guy would win big, and I, I have seen it. You know, he wasn't just uh, all mouth. And we started getting onto talking about women and stuff like that. And he said, that, and this guy was a married man with a kid and stuff. And he said, no. He said, you need to go and if you want to have, you know, a bit of man time, a bit of sexy time, then you hire someone, basically go to a lot of hooker. So he said, I've gone to this place. And he says, uh, he, he starts telling me about prostitutes he'd seen. And he said, they'd gone into one place. And he said, there's a whole menu. It's like walking into, and this guy actually used to work in Indian restaurants <laughs> as well. Menu. <laughs> But he said, you go in and you, he said, you sit on the bed. and they, It's like, you imagine you sit down at a dinner table. And, Hello, sir, how are you this evening? Thank you very much. So anyway, he sit down at his bed and the lady would come out with a menu of all the services with the prices. And I thought that was quite weird. But he'd say, like, you know, do you want, you know, you can have this with this. And, if, and you, you almost got, like, your side dishes <laughs> Can I have a number two with extra cheese? <laughs> right? Yeah. Do they have value meals? Is it, you know? Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I get a? Let me get a a supersized number three with an extra blowjob. Yeah. Did, yeah. did they have two for one wings night? <laughs> well, I think they did. Can I have a two gal with a double blowjob, please? <laughs> but he said to me, uh, yeah, no, he said to me that again. He said one night I phoned this. Uh, whatever the place was like. And he said, then a man answered, because he said always when he'd phoned, there was women. So the guy started going through, like, the menu over the phone with him. And, and poor old uh, Bangladeshi Ron, as his, as his name was, Ron, he says to him, so, so who is fucking who? <laughs> Am I doing you or are you doing me? So, 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 so what the, the guy's asking for, wait a minute, Bangladeshi Bob or whatever he is. Wrong. It, it, Rob. It, 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 he would have taken a, a plastic thing in his ass, basically. He, 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 he liked it both ways. In through the outdoor. I don't think he liked it both ways. He liked it one way. But when a bloke answered and started offering the services... He was unsure whether he had to do him. Or was he getting fun? <laughs> uh, Stu, by the way, while you were telling that story, Big B, I don't know if you heard any clanking. I did. Uh, I did have a few uh, hidden uh, beers. So if you once you finish mine, I have a few more here. I've done mine. But you, you better watch out. I'm just going to see Stu come walking in behind you. In the camera and start there taking you your beer. I always want to. Uh, have you ever noticed those that staircase behind him? I know it's not yes. on the camera tonight. Yeah. I've always wanted to walk down those steps. <laughs> really, it's it's not paved with gold, is it? It um, is. Here we go. Here's, here's two more. <laughs> <laughs> I 
See, see now. Now that you say about My the God, steps, Big B, I, I, that's how you should I, have been introduced in, in the show. I don't Big care B. how much room Stop. you have. You, 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 you need to buy. Kegs. I should have walked down those steps. You, sh- you absolutely should have. Uh, DK should have had his normal camera. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, me and him will do the the thing that we normally do at the beginning. And then when London's calling, he could like somehow seek, uh, signal you, and you could have walked down those steps. That would have been. Fantastic. I, I, it would have been great, but I don't have the room where I sit to have two people with microphones. Uh, uh, one other thing I need to say about Canada as well. Do you know? Do you know when you you see in the films and you know or whatever it is, and you, you get a bottle of beer, yeah, and you use a beer opener, a bottle oh, opener, fuck yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good, baby. Well, in Canada, <laughs> right? Like, Ken's handed me a bottle of beer, so like, I've handed it back to him to open. Yeah, because you've got like the the normal uh, I don't know if I can put it on the camera, the normal bottle top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you how do you open yours, Brian? Uh, I'll show you in a second. Here is uh, my let's bottle wait, opener. Let's go to the big yeah. B. Wait, 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 wait. I got to switch cameras. Okay, so there's the big B. So, yeah, this this is my, this is my bottle opener. And a very and, sharp uh, yeah, one it is. Open it you know, like you said. You know, yeah. Top the top. So, do you want to do the demonstration? Well, so in Canada, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna don't shake it too much, Stu, or you're gonna be wearing that fucker. Oh, please shake it more. <laughs> right. right, you see here we've got a normal bottle top, yeah. Yeah. Do you know in, in films when they do it their teeth or they do it their hand and stuff like that? Right. Yeah, yeah it's a twist. It would be a twist. In Canada, you put your hand on top. Yeah. And you twist it. Yeah, twist off. So yeah. Well, What's all that about? We don't have that. Can, uh, this, this is uh, bottled milk. We have, that, we have that, too, on, on certain beers in, in the U.S. Yeah, but what's the point of having a, a bottle top, right, that looks like you need a bottle opener, and you can just twist it off? I've never heard of such a thing in my life. So, again, it hasn't been a terribly long jersey, uh, journey, but for, like, the first day and a half, uh, a stew kept handing me his, his beer. Right. And he never once saw me crack it. I don't know if he thinks I'm a very strong uh, guy. So I thought either his hand was hurt or, or right. you know, he'd be Skyping his wife or whatever the fuck he was doing. Mm-hmm. And he find, we were sitting out front one day, and I finally went, or he, or he saw me. He's like, oh, that's how you open it. So now, Stu, the funny part of this story is show them what I, I made sure you had in your hat. You're gonna to have to take it off and show him the brim. So oh, he showed when when it, during oh, his introduction the bottle. Oh, opener. did he? Okay, I, I was okay. I, I'm uh, so his hat has about a bottle opener just in case he comes back to Canada and forgets. Yeah, yeah, Stu, we have that here in the U.S. too. It's with certain beers like you know, but there's Budweiser, no... Budweiser, and all that stuff. I get, um, I drink you know ger- more German beers, so yeah. all the beers that I drink, I need the bottle opener for. Or, you know? or in this case, I have a I, I'm drinking can can beer. But how do you know the difference? Well, I guess you could try. I guess you could try twisting it, and no, if it doesn't, tra- it doesn't tell you on the bottle, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't tell you. Just no, I mean, you just figure it out over time which yeah, yeah. bottles have a twist off and which don't. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you get thirsty well, enough. Well, every bottle I try from now on, I will be trying to 
Well, the so ones you get in the UK obviously are not going to be twist-offs. No, this is but what I'm imagining. Maybe they are. They're, they're not going to be twist-offs either. He's gonna uh, he's gonna get he's gonna get back to the UK and he's gonna be constantly trying to untwist every bottle he finds <laughs> and he's gonna end up with these scars like <laughs> like he's been crucified <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, I forgot about that one too. So what might not be an adventure to you folks? These have been the adventures of uh, of uh, Choo Choo Stew. Uh, on the Canadian journey. See, now I'm hoping even more that, you know, eventually you guys make it down to New York. Well, I'm telling you, it'd be a hell of a lot easier. I could go to New York for a weekend. I, he wouldn't Defin- be, be Well, it's to. definitely on my bucket list. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, technically, I could probably get a two-hour flight into, into New York. Right. Uh, like well, you said, yeah, I mean, though, you, I'm Like an, you I'm said, a, you could drive down here. It's yeah. not, it won't be that, that big of a deal. But I'm same as Stu. Like, I, I've been upper state. I've been Syracuse. I've been Albany. I've been Buffalo. But I've never been to New York, New York City. So I'd also uh, want to go see some shit. Which, like, we were talking today, actually, about you. And we were thinking, I wonder, you know, Brian, because Stu says he goes by the palace and he doesn't even look at it. Right. You know, so you probably drive by all these, you know, Music City and Broadway and, all, and you don't even give it a second thought. Every single day, my bus route that when I take the bus home goes right past uh, Radio City Musical. I, it's not a big deal to me. No. And, and Trump that's, Tower. Trump yeah, Tower. Every, it goes by Trump Tower. It goes by Radio City Musical. It goes by NBC Studios, where uh, Jimmy Fallon fil- films the Tonight Show, whatever show he's doing. Yeah, and uh, you don't even think about it. Just, no. Yeah. No, yeah, is, no, it, is it easy? Yeah. Is it, like, I really, well, Kimmel's on the West Coast, right? But is it easy to get tickets to these, you know, the night shows and stuff for... I honestly don't know. I, I've never gone to them. I'd love I, to go see something like that. I, I I would say that it's fairly easy. I think it just you have to do it way in advance. Like I, you can't just roll up on the day of their taping and say, "Oh, I want to get a ticket." That's not going to happen. Um, you can get tickets, but it just has to be way in advance. I, I I would also like to add, folks, that I I think after watching the uh, the Detroit news a couple of times because. I, I was trying to, he kept asking me why I don't watch the local Windsor news. Because and I'm not trying to dive into the pain of others, but Detroit news is very exciting. Cars are getting jacked, uh, right. you know, robberies, shootings. Uh, there's, there's all this stuff going on. And, and, and he'd see it happening. And so it was the one day I put the Windsor news on. I said, you watch, they're going to be talking about replacing a stoplight or something. Like <laughs> It's like watching paint dry in the Windsor news. And the way I think we, uh, you only probably saw one cop the whole time he was here. Like I said, there's no soldiers or anything like that, right? Right. But, yeah, uh, it, it's a different story if you come here to New York. Obviously, there's you know, if it's an hour long news program, the first half hour is crime and murder and whatever else is going on. Um, Mind you, in fairness to New York City, you're talking 11 million, 11 million people versus uh, two hundred thousand where I am. Right. Yeah. It's. You, like, yeah, everything in New York City, you'll have a lot. But if you go to like you went to upstate, so you go to like Albany or whatever, Silver Lake, it's going to you know, be a completely finger, different news program in the Finger Lakes, you know, like uh, where Lake Placid oh, yeah, is there. and yeah. shit like yeah, Lake George and shit like that. Yeah, I, yeah you're, talk, you're talking uh, to drive down to to here another four hours or so, three to four hours. Well, maybe we should all rent a cabin in in, 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 in the Finger Lakes with our families. And, and uh, I don't think we'd get Wi-Fi out there. That would be the only problem. 
Uh, it depends. We rent cabins. Uh, a lot of times when we go on vacation, we go to like these family campgrounds and whatnot and rent cabins. Uh, like this, 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 this year we went uh, on vacation to to Mystic, Connecticut, and uh, there was a family campground, and we rented a cabin right on the river, um, and it has you know Wi-Fi. It's like spotty Wi-Fi, but it does have Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, I mean you can do it, especially if you go to in the Lake George area. Yeah, Lake George was pretty. I mean, I, it's been years since I've been there. I mean, you get married and you get busy and you have kids and right. you know, but I I know. The family would, I, we'd all love it. I, I, I'm, I'm game for New York City, but I mean, if my wife said today to Stu, you know, maybe we can. And guys, don't get me wrong. I love my wife. She's. It's our anniversary tomorrow, actually. By the way, um, so Stu, you're leaving at the perfect time. Um, but uh, what was I going to tell you? She says to Stu, "Well, you know, maybe we can come over there for a short visit." And, of course, my answer was, you you got to be fucking kidding. Like, I'm not going there without trying to find Robin Hood and, uh, and, and fucking and Constable Carson. And if, and if I if I, I'm pretty damn sure I'm you're going to get more work out of me than I got out of you, because I'll probably want to be at the allotment for four days. Oh, yeah. No, if I ever make it to London, the first place I want to go is to the allotment. I want to get I'm, off the plane and go straight to the allotment. Yes. Have a picnic. And I'll have the barbecue going. At the allotment. Yep. With the black stuff smoldering in the, in the background. <laughs> uh, speaking of the allotments, Stu, there is no news this week, but do we not have a couple of meetings coming up in the next week? So we should have some good stuff. Well, we've got the annual general meeting, the AGM, coming up. Uh, we've had uh, a double dose of black stuff delivered, which was against the rules, I've been told. Well, I can't so... wait to hear about this. <laughs> So get back like, to England. We need allotment shit. So when I get back, I'll find out more. But I know there's been a double dose of black stuff delivered. That was an unauthorized delivery, apparently. Double dose of the black stuff. But I, I believe that this AGM isn't that where you got that? Like, I mean, when you sent uh, Big We've B got and actually, like, an election coming up. Well, that's what I mean. When when you sent Big B and I that that one uh, newsletter, it was about we had enough for like three shows. <laughs> and I'm wondering why. And we're we're all of us, and not just the hosts. I'm sure the people that listen and they're always like, "We want allotment. We want allotment." Um, we need to know what happened to the Collins brothers. Did they ever find that Indian chick that went disappearing? <laughs> Whatever happened to the gypsies that were camping outside the fuck? I follow all this. I keep notes. Yeah. It's like a daytime soap opera yes. program. Whether there's been break-ins, I don't know. I don't know what's happened, really, to be honest. I've been away from it for a few days, and anything could have happened. Well, next week, we need to have at least an allotment uh, update of some sort. You will I, have. I still want to own an allotment. I will pay for it. I would go I in on it with you. I'm sure the listeners, the, the, everyone I talk to that listens to the show always goes, is there going to be allotment tonight? Is it gonna, you know, when I, sure, I thought it was funny when it first started, but I never thought a show like ours uh, that started out as a sports show and a drinking <laughs> show and, and we talk about people, you know, uh, uh, different sex toys and, and, and all this shit and, and, and us and our listeners are most fascinated uh, by a garden plot. 
Now, speaking of that, you told me, I still haven't researched yet because we have a lot of land in Canada here. But you, you have you investigated more of the allotments in New York City? I have you, not. I was told by uh, Patrick Henry, who we had on the show that one time, the, the, the other Brit. Yes. Um, Grease the he piggy. said that he found an allotment in New York City. Um, and it was just in passing while we were at work, and I got caught up in something else, and so did he. And we never revisited the topic. So I have to I have to make a point of it uh, to go and find out more about the allotment in New York City. Because imagine this, and and I might be going a little crazy on this, but we might be able to get a little help from our, our cave dwellers. We got a we got a healthy group there on Facebook. Uh, Stu, and, and if his wife didn't agree, we could always get an extra plot. We could get one of those starter plots, right? Sure. I could get a plot here, and you could get a plot in in New York. We could incorporate. Mm-hmm. ourselves and i we would be an international allotment company i like it and i i doubt i challenge anyone to say that that's already been done <laughs> i can almost guarantee that 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 has absolutely not been done. Yeah, I think that would, you know, we've come up with a lot of, we, we always look and say, wow, if that person can make money, you know, writing on a potato or, or sticking a picture on a potato and selling it for 30 bucks or whatever, all the other fucking things we've, we've covered over the years, that would be, uh, you know, choose, choose your plants, choose your country, um, you know, we could ship out the vegetables with, with the three little flags on toothpicks. I like it. Uh, we'll work on this, folks. Give us some time here. And, and and maybe Stu could even write off this as a business trip and then, you know, get us to New York and everything would be a tax write-off because we are investigating our allotment corporation. I'm trying to do a job exchange with the New, uh, New York Metro at the moment. You don't want to do that, believe me. The New York subway. The, 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 New, York, the, the New York City MTA, you absolutely do not want to do that. You I'm just... sure you have much cleaner and much nicer subways than we do here in New York. They have, they have alligators down there. They, 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 did but you not it... see the original Planet of the Apes? <laughs> but Brian, Brian yeah. you run 24-hour system there, yeah? Yes. Have you got a vomit squad? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they they have, like, cleanup crews, sure. I'm assuming that, you know, that includes vomit and urine. Since since we have had... Have you watched Breaking Bad? Yes. Yes. Since we have had Night Tube, we have got a dedicated... I don't know what's on the job description, but we know them as the Vomit Squad. uh, squad. They're in these white, disposable overalls. Uh Uh-huh. With some kind of like hair net or something on their head, and gloves. The vomit hazmat squad, <laughs> and they're 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 placed at different strategic places along the line. Strategic places, <laughs> they are. And I call up, I, I call up the governor. I, I say, yeah, uh, I got vomit car too. It's, it's on the seats, it's on the, the dividing glass, and it's all over the floor. It's run, it's run six seats along the floor. Mm-hmm. So if it's just on the floor, we'll keep running. 
as soon as it's on the seats on the, the side panel glasses or whatever, it's out of service. So they say, yeah, well, yeah, just stand by, just stand by, driver. We'll get a, we'll we'll get the the cleaner on board or whatever it is, like you know. Here's but, yeah, here's what I'm here's what I'm imagining here. I'm, I'm these guys in white suits walking down a dark tunnel with these bright lights. Uh, no train can move across London un- until the vomit squad is <laughs> is given them the clearance. Well, th- and and this is why I say London probably has a lot cleaner subways than we do here, because uh, I, from your description, no, we don't have a vomit squad, and uh, uh, nor does the MTA care to have one. If somebody pukes or pisses or shits in a train. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to stay there until the train runs its route and is finished for the night. Then it goes really? back to the depot, and then you know the the cleaning crews will go through the train and and clean it. But yeah. they're not going to pull it out of service for nothing. And New Yorkers are used to it; they'll just avoid that area and go somewhere it. else. They'll step over it and whatever. Yeah, it's we can we can as a driver we can see a problem when we sort of like get into a platform. We can see on the cameras that. Suddenly, there's a lot of people getting out of one carriage and mm-hmm. and rushing into another, and you right. think, "Oh, why are they doing that?" Like you know, and when we get to the end, we go and uh, have a look at, you know, what what what's causing the problem. Well, and it's funny as a passenger of the New York City subway, every now and then you'll see a train pulling into the station, and every car is is packed, except this one car, where it's got maybe two or three people. And then the, 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 the cars after that are packed as well. Yeah. Now, the savvy New Yorker that travels the subway system knows not to get on that car. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's funny like to watch the tourists roll. get on and say, oh, look, an empty car. They'll <laughs> rush in, <laughs> sit down, the doors close, yeah. and then suddenly the smell comes. Well, there's some, oh, some vagrant laying on the floor there. there exactly. Or that's exactly what it is. There, There is a, a vagrant homeless dude that hasn't showered in 16 years that's, you know, sitting in a pile of his own feces and piss running down his leg. Yeah. Stinks to all hell. Yeah. And those stupid tourists that, oh, I can get a seat. Let me go. Close the door. They're stuck in there. And everyone's looking at them going. Yeah, I mean, all, you, you know, if you travel the subway systems every day, don't go in that fucking car. <laughs> every, everyone He's into freeze. He's another one. Don't go in that fucking car. Everyone freeze. It's the vomit squad. Please, <laughs> no one move until we have cleared the area. The hazmat team has arrived. They're like the Ghostbusters of, uh, of the underground man. system, right? You need to get, uh, you need to run for that board at the allotment and, and and get a hazmat team for the black stuff, uh, guys in white suits that escort the manure uh, right to your your plot. <laughs> My wife texted me the other day. She said, "I don't know who orders this black stuff, like you know, but it's definitely like there's too much, but but because." Although we've got one guy that runs it, runs the whole place with an iron rod, he has to let a couple of people make decisions. And obviously, he's put the wrong person. You know, he's got a double dose of black stuff. I, I think you need to, uh, you, you need a coup or whatever you would call it, an overthrowing of, of, of the allotment government. 
It's happening. If it's going to happen, it will happen in the next few weeks. I'm so excited, ladies and gentlemen. If you have nothing else to stay tuned for, we have some allotment uh, drama coming in the next uh, few weeks. I do have one more funny uh, Stu story. It's not as funny as your guys' stories, but I was having a hoot with it because he does occasionally throw out words that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, calls things different names, as, as he quite often does on the show. But when you're, you know, out and about, it's 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 different. So I'm driving down the expressway, and uh, he says to me, um, "You have your indicator on." And now I'm I'm looking at my dashboard, and and there's a there's a tire light that stays on because my wife hit a curb or something, and she knocked off a sensor. Mm-hmm. So I says to him, "I go, no, 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 that, that nothing's wrong." I said. Uh, you know, I I know all about that. No, 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 your indicator is still on. <laughs> Stu, I just told you why the fucking indicator is on. So he points out and he goes, no, the, the light is flashing. I said, that's turn a fucking signal. turn signal. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a fucking... Uh, anyway, you still got beer over there, Stu, because I might have to leave and go to the store. No, I've got them up. All right, all good. Right. You're in for a late night. I mean, we're going to end the show in a couple of minutes, and you're in for a late night because Stu was like 12 beers in. And, and, and he had a two-hour... stories flowing. The, the drunk stories are going to come out. And he had a two-hour nap on me while I was you working can't on... can't get drunk in Canada. I was working on the show, and he was snoring on my couch. See? I mean, you're, you're going to be up till like 3 o'clock in the morning. Listen, I want to. I want to do something before we go, though. Before our time runs out here, I, I came up with this little thing. I think it might be a good idea. Uh, we're gonna see how this works out. You know, you know, we we always get Alex for you and stuff like that. And I, we're always we're always searching to annoy you a little bit, right? Yes, obviously. Okay, but but I, I think we could have some fun with this because we could get the people in the, um, you know, in the Facebook group and the listeners and everything. And 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 all they gotta do is tell me if they see hear someone on audio, or or you know see a video, and because over the summer I should give you a quick explanation. I, I was watching the remake of the Gong Show. Okay, so um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I I had no clue it was Michael Myers playing the old guy until about four weeks in. Like the, the guys, I don't know. Have you seen it or? No, I haven't. You, you got to Google it or you guys got to down. It's it's so stupid. It's funny. So I picked out two different people tonight. Very, very Just short audio clip. And obviously we can't call it the gong show. So I don't know off the top of my head. Shebang, bang, talent show. Okay. <laughs> and you guys point to me if, if you want me to, to, to stop the audio on either of these guys. Or perhaps we'll let someone go through. And, and continue on. Okay. Okay. So a little bit, little bit of, uh, you know, me and my little music. Here. Uh, shebang bang talent show. Take one. Um, okay. So the first one we have, let me, uh, uh Stu, by the way, since you have the camera, I'm going to cue you to, uh, camera six. Let's get let's get this individual up on camera six. All right, so any of uh, you you may know uh, the cheap country hick uh, from Double Talk Radio. I'm not sure if we've ever had him on Cave Crew. I'm sure you know the cheap country hick, right? Uh, I do. Yes. Yeah, you remember. 
probably before your time. He has a grandson named uh, Jordan, uh, who he claims is a uh, amazing uh, stand-up comedian, uh, much like himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls him the kid of a thousand voices. Okay. Uh, which uh, he is also from the same city, by the way, folks, as 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 uh, Maddie, Maddie, the man of a thousand voices. And he texts me over and he sends me this video and he goes, "I'm really fucking pissed about this. Like you guys called me the man of a thousand voices, and, and now Hick has gone and stolen this. So, so I want to give this guy a fair shot here." Mm-hmm. Um, this is a segment from a stand-up clip that this guy did in some, I don't know if it was a gas station or an actual bar, uh, in Ohio. Okay, so uh, the kid of a thousand voices is, is, is our first person here. Let's listen in. Thank you all for letting me be here. And let me just say, if you do not like my comedy set, you're all fired. I'll have my friend Arnold escort you out. Yeah, no, that's my that's how I start off all my sets. I do something with Trump because it's always easy to do something with Trump. And now the next, okay, anybody. I went to the 7-Eleven, uh, my fr- friend of mine went to the 7-Eleven once, and here's how it happened. He walks in, the guy goes, hello, welcome to 7-Eleven, my name is Sanjay, how may I help you? Man, the guy goes, my friend goes, oh. We got it gone. What the fuck is that? That is the kid of 1,000 voices. And every one of them has a fucking. Sp- That's why I was going to ask you the same thing. I was wondering. <laughs> Hi, this is Donald Trump. You're fired. This is this is Abdul from Seven Eleven. You're fired. What the fuck is that? No voice is different. No, no. Vo- you know what his Trump sounded like? His Trump sounded like a deaf person trying to talk regular with a lisp. <laughs> I got something. Uh, I, I fired. What is wrong with that? And now we we've had other and we and we like to give uh, you know different DJs uh, you know have their own networks and, and 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 millions and millions of listeners and they all have the same fucking lisp. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so <laughs> Cindy Brady, all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> what was he saying that one? Thuthy said, "Sea cells, sea cells, by the sea." So shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. But do we not have to laugh? There's, there's got to be some kind of like a, a quality law. Well, that, uh, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be funny. That makes you laugh. See, and and that and that's the thing. Like, like I'm not a stand-up comedian, but I've watched enough stand-up to to understand that when you open with a joke, no matter how bad it is. If you have to explain it six seconds later, bad joke. You 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 shouldn't ever do it. You fired. See, I do that in every one of my shows. I open up with. Okay, we get it. <laughs> and every voice is the same with the same list. Every voice is the same, and they have a list. The kid of one thousand voices, folks, will not advance. The kid uh, with one thousand speech impediments. Yes. 
uh, unless we get enough votes uh, from you that we will give them a second uh, a second clip. Uh, Stu, can you cue um, camera three? Okay, now the this fuck is that. <laughs> okay, now now a lot of people may know this uh, gentleman. Uh, Jason Marshall was talking about him on on his show the night we were on uh, Big B. Uh, he's the weather guy. Okay. He is from Sydney, Nova Scotia, which is in Canada, but way on the East Coast, a fishing okay. village or something. So what we have here uh, from uh, Frankie, the weatherman, uh, is, is our next, uh, what do I call this, shebang bang talent show uh, contestant. Um, let's take a listen to him and let me know if we're going to have a, a gong or let him go through. Uh, now, Frankie is very passionate about the weather. Uh, Tusamis, uh, hurricanes, uh, tornadoes, uh, snowstorms. He's always cutting videos and, and always putting them out um, on, on his Facebook or or YouTube. So, so here is Frankie, uh, the weatherman. This is Frankie McDowell, my own TV station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Typhoon Talum is now headed towards Japan on Sunday, September 17, 2017. It's going to bring up to 50 plus millimeters rain, especially in Tokyo, Japan, the Kyoto, Japan. It's going to bring a ton of rain. Winds going to be very strong. They'll be causing big waves crashing on beaches and shores in Japan. It's going to bring very strong winds that can bring down power lines and snap the tree branches in half. That's going to knock out power in Japan, especially in southern Japan. Including very strong winds with a lot of rain sent to Typhoon Tolums. It's going to recurve to the northeast. It's going to aim towards Japan on Sunday, September the 17th, 2017. It's going to bring a lot of rain. Winds are going to be very strong. It's going to bring damaging winds, heavy downpours, big waves crash on. It's basically the same thing for another two minutes. So, so no one, no one raised a gong on this one. We. I would pay top dollar to listen to a radio show between him and Alex Cardinelli. <laughs> exactly. It could... will be sunny and seventy-five, <laughs> and the wind is going to blow, and it's going to be, and it's going to be a lot of rain in New Zealand, and it will be forty-two, and I'm eating in the restaurant, and the wind is, and it's going to rain a lot. In... I would pay to listen to. I could listen to a radio show be, with those two. Forever. And, and here's what I was impressed with. There, there was quite a gap in those teeth, and he did not lisp. He did not lisp at all. Uh, Stu, you can go back to your regular camera now. Although that is, is that a real Canadian accent? Well, remember, that's East Coast, so that would be like a main, uh, you know, out that way. Uh, Holy Christ. But, but he was real, you know, I... I Look, the weatherman comes on around here, and yeah, I'm sure it's the same where you are. You know, hey, folks, be careful. Uh, we could be up to two inches of rain. Uh, you might be in a little bit of trouble. You might want to watch for flooding throughout the night. It doesn't really excite me or make me panic. This guy makes me want to build a bomb shelter. <laughs> so I don't know how many rounds we'll get to, but I, I, I promise we'll, we'll get Frankie back. So... Anyone you see on Facebook, we all see Facebook videos, we all see Twitter videos, we all see whatever, see or hear. Can we not get Frankie on live to do a weather forecast? We might Maybe be able for to. London, New York, we, we, and, we, and Canada. You know when we bring people on, they never leave, right? Are, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> I think you should, uh, yeah. 
I think you hear Jason Marshall ringing your doorbell. Or you know what? We could do a live final with Alex versus uh, Frankie in studio. And give them the same exact give them the same exact script, the same exact weather report to read and see who comes out on top. There's an idea. Fantastic. So there you go, folks. The uh, uh, Shebang Bang talent show. Um, we will have... Uh, God, I hear that music and I'm thinking of getting a menu for a sex... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I do want to tell you, though, because you guys are bringing all these people up. I, I, the guy that went on the on the boat, who is a pretty good friend of mine, he, we coach hockey together, and um, his name is Jeremy. Well, every time I would say Jeremy's name, Stu would start pissing himself, <laughs> uh, similar to he has done on air. And I didn't know if he was, like, getting really drunk on the Canadian beer, even though we only had a couple... And he tells me after, every time you said that guy's name, all I could think of was Jeremy Stella. Anytime you could say, you could be at a funeral and just whisper to Stu, Jeremy Stella. Yeah. He will crack up. It's not even Stella, it's just Jeremy. Yeah, it's just, I, I think he's shortened it now. He, he just uh, and So heaven forbid his daughter ever brings home a boy named uh, Jeremy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, but sir, sir, I'm I'm very serious. I, I would really like your daughter's hand in 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 marriage. Yes, Jeremy. And then he started <laughs> pissing himself. Call in the vomit squad. <laughs> well, that's basically all I got. I just wanted to run that by you. Like you guys like that? Maybe we get some interesting characters. I mean, we always play uh, clips yeah, anyway. But I think he's definitely got to come on the show next. I'll, I'll try. I, I you know he, he's a he's a famous guy. He's uh, Frankie the Weatherman. From so, if you see anything, folks, uh, these the two gentlemen with me tonight. Any of you out there, in that you know that Facebook group is live, and and thank you for everybody keeping up the stories. By the way, while we were off for a little bit, um, yeah, let us know. Post the video in in, in the group, and uh, who knows if if this picks up enough, maybe the grand winner we could. Uh, Anonymously uh, uh, send them a T-shirt or something, or some some bumper stickers. I I, I think these seventeen beers are starting to hit. To see, you ever see that commercial Big B where they where they put the glasses in front of each other and they show you what it's like to be drunk and driving? <laughs> I think you're getting an example now. I I, I haven't said I paced myself, but I might be on number five or six. Right. And uh, old Stu's got enough bottles over there. To, to build a bowling alley. <laughs> I like he's just sitting back with his hands. I, I think he's in that zone now, and, and I'm a, done. I'm putting. I'm locking. I'm, the, I'm, just, I'm on the type of seat. I haven't got no backrest, so I need to lean back a little bit. Yeah, I actually got him on a couch. I'm giving him like the first, uh, you know, like I'm, a, all, I'm actually in bed already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll just lie your head down. And... That's all he's got to just swing his legs. I'm only going to go sideways, and I'm out. <laughs> I put him in a safe place, Bigby. I don't want to deliver damaged goods back to London. I mean, just be careful. Just let your neighbors know he he may break in. Now we didn't have time tonight. I do want to say that that, that Stu was was very gracious uh, uh, coming over to me as well, Bigby. 
Um, he did bring me, and I haven't opened them yet because I wanted to show them on it. I did get some of those salted, where you add your own salt. You add your own salt chips. Yes, I, I do have, and I don't know that I ever want to open these. Um, I want to start a, I want to start a KFQ museum, and once I get your care package, I'll, uh, um, and then he's, I thought this was Australian, but it's called Marmonite. I don't know I don't if we can see is. it. Marmite. Is it's that like no, a yeast extract? Yeast extract that they put on toast. Ew. So this has also not been opened. I thought this was the like the guy down under when he was asking for that sandwich during that song. That's Vegemite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Marmonite, Vegemite, same thing. Very similar. Very similar. And then I got a a a a, a gentleman's relish. <laughs> what? <laughs> It is. It's an anchovy spread that you also could put on toast or or a cracker. Relish. Lift it up a little bit. Up higher. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> so perhaps we didn't have time today. Gentleman's relish. Uh, I might have to try some of this on 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 air. But uh, I, I see. In order to send my care package to you, I got to know what you have because you we share a lot of the same. Things. You also have to notify me because it'll probably be four hundred and seventy-five dollars in shipping. It's probably it cheaper probably for Stu. It's probably cheaper uh, for Stu to fly it here to me. <laughs> um, yeah, he, but I, he's the only person I know that sends me a Christmas card. Cod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You never did that, folks. I, I'm exaggerating now. But yeah, no, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, Stu will say, I don't have this, I don't have this. I, and I'll say, I think these are all American companies. Because we're very, as much, we do have our differences, like bag milk and our beers are different or whatever. But, but I mean, a lot of our clothing, our stores, our restaurants, our, our, our foods are yeah, all. They're all the same. Like, if I, go, yeah. if I go and get a bag of Lay's potato chips, you <laughs> have Lay's potato chips up there. It's, you know, it's nothing. Yeah, we still have lace potato chips. And, right. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very similar. So it's it it would be tough to find things that you don't have. Yes, but with Stu, it's very easy. I don't want to say that we're repeating ourselves again. So just tell me if we've already. Did he tell tell you about the Twinkies yet? Well, you said he didn't know what a Twinkie was. Yes, he, we we had a burger and the, the girl comes to us and I've never had these either. She wanted to give us a deep fried Twinkies. Okay. And, and we had to Google Twinkies, though, to show Stu uh, what a Twinkie was. You have those, right? You yeah, have Twinkies and King Dongs and whatever the yeah, half yeah, moons. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of the stuff between our two countries is... is, is yeah, we, yeah, we have a lot of similar things. I mean, yeah. you know, it's... Oh, and the very last thing that, that Stu did do, again, not a weekend, not a lot of things going on, really nowhere, no events or anything to bring them to. I did bring him to the hockey arena today, and I thought he was going to shit his pants. I said, Stu, there's no one out there. Step on the ice. Just hold on. It's really not right. that slippery if you're right, careful, right. and I will take your picture uh, of you. So I, I thought it was it was funnier than when he was peeing off the back of the boat, actually. <laughs> so Stu has seen ice. But, again, like next time you got to come, maybe it's not. Maybe it's more expensive on a weekend. I don't know. But at least there would have been. I could have taken you to a hockey game or something. Oh, it's, it's been good. It's, it's a very good experience. I've enjoyed it. And yeah, I, I, I think the amount of beers you'd have, you'd be happy in, in, in fucking Iceland right now. 
I might, I might do, just warn me if I got to call in the vomit squad. No, you should be okay. I've got everything I need here in the cave. Yeah, you, you, you've been good so far. You haven't, you haven't fallen in a ditch or anything on me. All right, yeah, I, I, I don't know even know who's out there because we went on late. But oh, there's some out there. Uh, really quick, uh, guys, I'll go around and then I'll check back with you. This is the point where we normally name the episode. Um, for those of you that, that are new to the show. Um, so if you want to pitch in, uh, get us a quick message in chat or, or uh, ping me on Facebook or whatever, and uh, we'll consider your vote. Um, well, let's go over to uh, the new Captain Canada over here. Uh, did anything catch you uh, during the show of all the things we've talked about uh, that you would name the show? I didn't give you a notepad. I apologize. That's one thing I forgot to give you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm usually poised with a pen. So uh, I haven't got a great deal. Uh, can I think about it? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you. You notice we're getting to the point of the show where Stu's starting to slur, uh, slur. We can always tell when he doesn't have to work in the morning. Oh, his eyes are getting are closing very yeah. slowly. It's okay. He'll, he'll sleep good before his, his flight tomorrow. You got anything, Big B? Uh, I, would, uh, I would just simply say uh, Stu invades Canada. Stu invades Canada, and then I, I, I still, I wrote it down right at the, at the very beginning, and I, I just loved it because it was catchy. I've got a, a boarding Bangladeshi pot washer. Um, but I do like Stu invades Canada. Anything from you, Stu, or are you just going to pass on this one? No, I, I quite like uh, Stu invades Canada. I was going along the lines of something with a chihuahua, but... Uh... <laughs> you love stroking that fucking chihuahua, don't you? <laughs> I'll have to get you a stuffed one. Stroke my, stroke my Canadian chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> we might get kicked from iTunes for that. Um, I, 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 can, I can give in on that one. Stu invades Canada. And uh, we'll just mention the boarding Bangladeshi pot washer. That is so catchy. <laughs> and the vomit squad was good. And, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll leave you with this. Let's let's put the camera on Stu while he's still sitting back there. I just want to say something to you, Stu. Uh, Jeremy Stellhorn. <laughs> no, no, it didn't I even work. Him. See, I, I, he I, does I, make me laugh. He does make me laugh. you got to catch him off guard, I guess. Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show, folks. It is season four. We'll be back again next Thursday. We'll all be in our, our own humble abodes. Uh, back with you again with, with more fun stuff. We will continue the uh, Shebang Bang Talent Show. Uh, so if you have anything good, get it over to us in the Facebook group or on Twitter, Cave Crew Radio. All our past shows, if you need to catch up, are on CaveCrewRadio.com. And we now also load the YouTube videos on there as well. So it's your option to uh, watch or listen to us. Um, Big B, of course, next Tuesday on Metal Thunder Radio. Uh, anything special in the works or uh... no? Nothing, nothing special. Just uh, next Tuesday, nine to eleven, to two hours of metal and bullshit and hanging out and drinking. And drinking. Lots of drinking. Uh, Stu has left me. Um, Stu has left the building. I, I hope he's just going to pee. <laughs> uh, I will report he's back. He's going to your neighbor's house. I will. Go catch him. 
if he is wandering out in the yard, I will be doing a Facebook Live, folks, so you might want to join the Cape Crew Radio <laughs> group on Facebook because I'm also starting to get a little tired, and we got an early day tomorrow to get him to the airport, and you never know how much it's going to take to get through customs and shit. Right. And um, since my cameraman's not here, we'll just kind of cycle through the cameras, I guess. Um, all right. Until next week, uh, we will see you soon. Uh, everybody behave, and uh, we'll see you in the Facebook group. Later. And goodbye for Sue. Oh, he's no, he's not coming back. Okay, here we go. He's gone. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! <laughs> <laughs>